and welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is the pen I love. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who's supported the company so far. If you've got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. You can check us out on all of the social media platforms with the links at the top of the website. Be sure to join our Discord server to get behind-the-scenes information. And if you'd like to sell the Murdy Creative Co. product yourself, be sure to join our collabs program. It's murdycreative.co slash collab. For every sale you make, the person you sell to gets a discount and you get a percentage of the commission off of the sale they make. So it's a great way to get a little something for helping the company out. So first off, I want to say special thank you to Heidi for your many nice letters. This is going to be a deviation from the bars. Sorry about that. But uh, to be honest, I'm pretty glad to be not talking about it anymore. There's quite a bit more that needs to happen with it. Specifically, I have a new fixture I need to finish out designing and then making, and that's going to be a whole, whole process. But that's for a later time. I've done a lot of talking about it. Today is a topic that actually comes to us from a request, someone who'd asked for it specifically. Before I read that out, though, I want to give you guys some heads up. We've got some amazing things coming later this week. So stay tuned to your inbox. We've got new products launching, and I will go into more detail on that in the podcast next week. But the hope is that by that point, I'll have a lot of great things to show you guys about it. I can tell you a little more about this product that came to being. So now today's question. First off, this was sent in by Thomas, and Thomas asks, Hello, Colin. Watching a lot of your video podcast as of late and being a pen enthusiast, it occurred to me that since you use the Parker Jotter pen with your products, I wonder if you might do a podcast on why that particular pen and how you came to that choice. Great pen, just wondering if it was your first choice or were there others? Just a thought. So, the Parker Jotter is something that is deeply, personally tied to my history. I was born and raised in Janesville, Wisconsin, where the Parker Pen Company was founded. George S. Parker founded the Parker Pen Company a very, very long time ago in the late 1800s, I believe, with his fountain pen. The high school I went to was George S. Parker High School. Arrow Park, which was the place that Parker pens were manufactured in Janesville, Wisconsin for a long, long time, unfortunately closed in 2009. But before then, my father, who was a doctor in Janesville, had patients and people that he knew that worked at that plant. And Parker Penn was known for being a very, very important company in the world of manufacturing. I had the pleasure and the honor of meeting a man named George Heiser. No, excuse me, William Heiser, good Lord. And uh, Dr. Heiser is a famous physicist who worked, and material specialist, I should say, who worked for the Parker Penn Company, and I had a wonderful opportunity to sit down and have lunch with him and talk with him about innovation when I was in high school. And asked him what it was like to work there. And he said that the atmosphere was one of innovation. Every idea that you had that was interesting or was maybe outside the realm of pens but was just very cool, they were, they were willing to spend money on it. They were willing to invest in it. And for example, Dr. Heiser was one of the people that was credited in the patent for the round Honeywell thermostat that everyone had in their homes for a very long time. And... Parker Penn did an enormous amount of innovations in the world of material science. Because, as you imagine, pens are a complicated thing. You wouldn't think of them as being complicated. They're exceptionally complicated. Ink is incredibly difficult to work with. If it runs too fast, it bleeds through the page. If it runs too slow, it doesn't write at all. It has to be able to run in a variety of temperatures. It has to be run in a variety of pressures. It has to run in an variety of environments, wet and cold and dry and all of those other things. It's a liquid. But it's not quite like a normal liquid. Quink 
which is what their innovation was, or one of the innovations at the Parker Company was quick ink, and it was a quick drying ink, and it was a very, very special innovation that they had. They also figured out how to do the ballpoint pen. And in 1954, Parker Jotter, the Parker Jotter was released. According to their Wikipedia page, they have sold over 750 million units of that pen, and I'm not surprised. It's been in the market for 70 years, but beyond that, it's the pen you see in every movie, in every TV show. It's this pen that's it's ubiquitous. It is one of the most iconic designed pens ever. And it's brilliant. Simple. It's chic. It's not that difficult to manufacture, to be completely honest. I mean, it's difficult in the fact that manufacturing things is difficult, period. But this is designed in a way to be manufactured very, very quickly and in large quantities. It's all stamped or um, spun. And it's a really, really wonderful pen. Now, the Parker Jotter is iconic in for its click. It has a very satisfying click. And the technology that makes ballpoint pens work is called sintering. Now, sintering is an interesting concept, and Parker was one of the leaders in developing that technology. In fact, there is a company in Janesville right now that was a spinoff of Parker that was SSI, that was a sintering technology company. Sintering is a process by which you take powdered material metal, ceramic, other things, but powdered material, and using heat and pressure, you flash compress it into a solid. Now, the reason why you do that, specifically with ballpoints, is that it leaves small spaces and gaps inside the metal. And ink can flow into those gaps, and when the ball turns, it flows out of the gaps. It's like a metal sponge, and it's an incredibly cool piece of technology. Now, the ballpoint pen is absolutely ubiquitous. And in the 1990s, the, pe- the company was sold to a French company. And unfortunately, in 2009, the plant was closed in Janesville. But for me, the Parker Jotter will always live on as one of the best pens ever designed. And I've always wanted to make a pen. I've always wanted to make a pen that could compete with the Parker Jotter, that would be better than the Parker Jotter. And I'm going to do it. I'm hopefully going to do it pretty soon. I now have the equipment and the technology to do it. I've got a new design that I've been playing out with, and I think it's going to be really, really cool. And I'm very excited to get it launched. Now, there's a lot of things standing in the way of getting that launched, least of all which the fact that the machine is still very much of a bear to work with. But I'm going to figure it out. I will tame that thing one of these days. And when I do, and I can get it to do what I want it to do on purpose every time, at that point, the door will open up for me. I'm hoping before the end of this year. We'll see. The Parker Jotter is a special pen. There is no doubt about it. It's a simple, classic, iconic design that is beautiful to look at. It's beautiful to hold in your hand. It's got a great, great weight and balance. And more importantly, it's that epitome of simple elegance. And it's beautiful. It's a great everyday pen. There's a lot of pens out there that are nice fountain pens. For most people, those are not good everyday pens. Not the kind of thing you'd carry around with you anyways. They're a little bit too expensive and frankly too fragile for most people to carry around and use every day. There's a lot of people that use just cheap big pens. But this pen is the perfect middle ground between the two. A little bit nicer than your classic big pen, but not so nice you don't want to use it. And that's why I picked it when we were looking for an object to go with our journals. For me, I wanted all of our products to be able to be used right out of the box. And so I wanted to have our journals come with a pen. 
and the Parker Jotter was the obvious choice. We have bought, as a company, thousands and thousands and thousands of these pens and sent them with our products to many, many customers. They have been a staple of the company since the company's, well, second year in 2019 when we launched the number twos. And I love them. They're everywhere. In my house, in my pockets, in my bags, in my coats, everywhere I have Parker Jotters, and it's a wonderful blessing because they're nice pens. But I'm going to do better. So that's a little bit on the history of my relationship with the Parker Jotter, my relationship with the Parker Pen Company. And I am proud to think that perhaps if George S. Parker were alive today and he could see what I'm doing and what I'm building, I hope that he would think of it as kind of a little bit what he did. Started a company to make good products and make them here in the U.S. And despite the fact that the Parker Pen Company has been purchased by French people, it's still nice pens. They don't make them here anymore, unfortunately, but soon I'll fix that. Anyway, I really appreciate this suggestion and this question on our podcast. It is a really good one. There's a lot of great things behind the scenes, and I want to hear your guys' questions. So if you've got questions, send them to us, and I'd be happy to respond to them. Like I said, we've got a lot of exciting things coming down the road. We've got new product launches that are going to be coming later this week. By the time this podcast is live, they should be out within 48 hours. I'm hoping by Wednesday of this week, but maybe Thursday, depending on how it goes. And that product represents an entire new product line, and there are many products after the ones that we are launching this week that will be met more and more and more. So it's really exciting there. On top of that, we've got new movement in the database background program, so I'm really excited about getting that moving along, and that's another behind-the-scenes kind of thing that doesn't necessarily affect you guys on the front lines, other than the fact that it makes us a lot more efficient and can expand in a lot of cool ways. Obviously, like I said, the fixture, the bar fixture for the actual genuine long-term production of these bars is yet another tackle that I have to bear. But soon, we will have these things straightened out. And I've got a meeting now scheduled for Thursday. And if it goes well, there's going to be even new things coming down the pike that are things people have asked for for a very long time. So, a lot of exciting things coming. Stay tuned. Be sure to watch the podcast and keep an eye out for it on Tuesday mornings. Um, if you don't see it Tuesday, check back Wednesday. Sometimes I'm a day late depending on what's going on. And uh, we appreciate everyone who's liked and subscribed and get the notification bell. It helps us with the algorithm. Obviously, if you leave a comment below, that helps even more people uh, see those. And it's an important part of the community background. We appreciate everyone who's purchased from us. If you have any questions or concerns about the product, whether you've bought it yourself yet or you want to buy it, please feel free to reach out to us at MertyCreative.co. You can either reach out to us on the website. There's a contact form at the beginning of the main page or, or the, excuse me, at the end of the main page. You can send us an email, S-A-L-E-S at MertyCreative.co, sales at MertyCreative.co. That's our direct email. You can also text us or call us at 414-434-9001. We're available Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Central Time. That's 414-434-9001. And you can leave us a voicemail if you don't get a hold of us and we'll call you back. We really do want to help answer questions. If you want to leave us a good review, that can go a long way to help us out. Go to murdergrave.co slash review to leave us a review right now that's leading you to Google, uh, where we're accepting reviews. We've had so many wonderful reviews in the last couple of months, and it's been an incredibly encouraging thing for us. It really does help. It helps people who don't know about the company, who don't know what we're making, and don't understand why everything's so expensive. It helps when you guys express the quality that is contained in the product. It's really hard to express to people that this is worth the money. So. 
We appreciate everyone who's left us a good review. Um, and we really want to continue to help facilitate future purchases. And so be sure to check out our, our flexible payment options that we have on the website with shop and some other things like that, because we want to help you get your next Merdy product. If you have more podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to talk about whatever you guys are looking for. And so reach out to us and we'll be happy to speak them like today's episode. If you're looking for multiple items for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, we have bulk discounts available. You can get those right away in your cart by simply mixing and matching, add all the items you want to your cart, and it'll auto-apply the bulk discount. The first discount tier begins at five items, and it goes up from there. If you're curious about what that discount program looks like specifically, feel free to send us an email. We'd be happy to talk you through it. If you want to get a custom engraved item, we have no minimum order quantities and no setup fees. It's a simple flat fee, normally about $15. And... Uh, you can use our customizer on our website by clicking the blue add custom logo engraving button below the shop now button or the buy add to cart button, excuse me, on the product pages. That'll launch the customizer. Be sure to select the variant that you had, the color, the insert, and all that in the customizer. And then you can upload logos. You can reposition, resize, all that great stuff and hit add to cart. That'll, the design that you make is the design we use. Please do not use copyright protected images. We can get in trouble for that. I know. How could you get in trouble for you? You're just doing what the customer asked. Nope, we get in trouble. So definitely please don't use copyright images unless you have permission to do so. And if you have permission for a copyright images and you use it, please send us that in an email confirmation that you have copyright protection privileges. Uh, send us that right away as you, after you place the order. It helps us get things moving along. We don't have to delay. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.